If you or someone you love struggles with a gambling addiction, please call 1-800-GAMBLER today and please gamble responsibly. Hello, everyone, and welcome into another episode of Sports Betting by Dummies. I'm your host, Patty Parlays, and joining me as always, looking fly as always, the man who's never lost, Tyler. Tyler, welcome in. Uh, thank you, Pat. Good to be here. Glad to be back. Glad to have you here. It's been a long weekend without seeing your face. And joining us as always, the faceless wonder, the voice of God, the tan goblin himself, Diz. Diz, welcome in, buddy. Hey, thanks, Patty. I'm pretty juiced for this podcast. Uh, Going to be a good one and uh, juiced for Thursday as well, but we'll get there. I was going to say, we have a lot going on. If you guys are uh, following along, this is going to be a good week for everyone involved. Um, but let's jump right into it. The topic for today is mine. Heartbreak. Patty Parlay's heartbreak. Uh, this happened uh, yesterday. Um, now, to start off, Tyler, I can't remember if this happened or not. I know we were playing video games for a little bit last night. Did I mention anything about my parlay that I was uh, that I was rolling with? If you did, I'll remember it. Okay. So I don't think you did. Okay. I definitely mentioned it to Trevor, to Sunshine at some point. Uh, before I hopped on. It might have been before you hopped on. But uh, to let you all in on what was happening, it was my typical Hail Mary parlay of the day. It was a 14-leg one last night, and it was $1 to win a little over 5000 bucks. Gee! Pretty, pretty good, pretty juicy one. Now, Very juicy. Um, probably after the first four or five legs hit, that's when I told Sunshine, I was like, hey, we we might be on to something here. We we might be uh we might be cooking. I'm feeling good about these. These early ones hit like this this might be the one. And then fast forward to what is like eight o'clock? No mm, at, wait, when you called me it was like nine thirty. Okay. So I was a little off my timeline, but it was like nine thirty. There was three basketball games going on, three hockey games going on. At this point, uh, everything had hit prior to that. And I, I called Diz, and the first thing I say is, Diz, we have a situation. I thought something bad was happening. When you start a phone call with, we have a situation, that screams code red. That screams negative situation, right? C- correct. And and as soon as I said that, I was like, okay, that's that's a terrible idea. You, you, I'm, you... Literally, I'm, I'm literally laying in bed at 9.30 on a Sunday fighting the scaries to begin with. And I answer the phone, and it's just, I say, hello. He doesn't even say, like, what's up? He just I just go, hello? He goes, <laughs> we have a situation. <laughs> like, fucking, we found missiles from Russia and Cuba or something. Like, what the fuck's going on? And he's like, I hit the first eight legs of a 14-game parlay. I was like, sick, but let's not start that with, we have a situation. <laughs> yeah, definitely definitely on me. That, that was my bad. But, um... The three NBA games were looking uh, pretty good. Um, and then there was three NHL games that were absolutely terrifyingly close. Um, yeah, that's that's what I was going to say. Is 
my initial reaction and and I was wrong and and after the fact but normally like 14 legger you hit the first eight you know I'd expect a text from Pat this has happened before you know like hey we're in business I need six legs to go here's what I got but he called me and I was like ah, it might have been a premature phone call whatever cash out your cash out your NBA and NHL bets respectively, which I'm sure you'll get to in a second. So sorry to jump the gun, but I was a little surprised on the phone call. I was like, he's kind of jinxing himself here. He's, he's barely even over halfway in this thing. Like, what are we doing? Like Pelicans, Lakers, I think you had what Pelicans minus three and a half. They were like tied with like two or three minutes left. I'm like, well, if that one doesn't even hit, then we're dead already. So I was a little, I was a little skeptical. I wasn't anti, like I, I wasn't, I wasn't doubting it yet, but it was like maybe he jumped the gun on that phone call. That was my honest, honest first opinion. Yeah, and but when I called you, so there was only six games left, and all of them were like in the third or fourth quarter in the NBA or in the third period in the NHL. True. And that's. True. I think that actually ultimately played a big part in this, like not getting hedged as much as I would have liked because by the time I could have hedged, they locked out the games and stuff. And I didn't know which one would be the one that would cause me to, to possibly lose. But, uh, yeah. in, in your defense there, I did not realize that those games would be over in like 40 minutes. When you called me, I saw a lot of NBA third quarters and I was thinking like, okay, this won't be over for a while yet, but actually like following it, it ended very quickly. Yeah. And kind of like you mentioned is so, um, one of the things I like to do to kind of go with the Hail Mary parlay of the day is I like to do parlays of entire sports. So I had a, yes. I had a parlay for all of the NBA games together and I had a parlay for all of the NHL games together. One was like win 50 bucks. One was win like 90 bucks. So, you know, pretty, pretty serviceable, uh, returns. Now when I called Diz and was freaking out, we said, how can we hedge, you know, the, none of these games have good values or any good way to hedge. They're all almost over. And so Diz made the suggestion that I cash out on those two individual uh, sports parlays. So for the hockey one, I like cashed out for like four bucks, you know, not much. But then for the uh, NBA one, I cashed out for 30 bucks or 26 bucks. So all in all, I cashed out for like 30 bucks on those. So we, we were making a little bit of profit nonetheless, regardless of what happened. So, um, moving forward, the Pelicans just, like, turned it on in the last couple minutes, ended up winning by, like, eight against the Lakers. Which, I, which side note, I think the Lakers might be dead because they're only, like, one game up in the final play-in spot, and LeBron just, like, tore up his ankle real bad. So, um, there's a chance LeBron could be out for a while. There's a chance, well, AD's probably out for the rest of the season. I don't know that he's ever coming back. So, the Lakers might be done for. A uh, little side note there. But the Pelicans pulled it off, and the Pelicans were down 20 at halftime and ended up coming back and winning by, like, eight. So big fan of that. So so from the timeline for me – sorry to cut you off, Patty. No, you're good. Once the Pelicans hit, I was like, okay, we're in business because yeah. the other two NBAs were, were pretty much locked. So I shifted my entire attention to the NHL. And at this point, correct me if I'm wrong, Pat, the Canadians were down – one to two with about four minutes left in the third. Yep. And the Jets Coyotes were tied like last minute of the third. So it was like the the Jets needed to win, right? And the mm-hmm. Canadians needed to win. Yep. That was what was left. 
Well, and the Maple Leafs and Panthers, but the Maple Leafs had like a one or two goal. Yeah, it was like 4-2. Yeah. 4-2 with like three or four minutes left in right. the Panthers-Leafs game. Yep. And so the the Jets and Coyotes end up going into overtime. But I'm like, none of that matters if this Canadians game, if the Canadians don't pull off a miracle. So I'm actually watching the Canadians game, which you know me. As a fan and as a better, I don't believe in watching the games I'm betting on or these things because I believe I'm bad luck for the teams that I like or the teams that I want to win. So I actually decided to watch this end of this Canadians game. The Canadians, with like 30 seconds to go in the game, actually end up tying the game in the in the Canadians Devils. So at this point, I'm freaking the f out. I'm like, oh my god, oh my god, and this is like, what about the Jets and Coyotes? And I was like, oh shit, if that one is the one that causes me to lose, I will be really mad. So I switch over to. The Jets, or the Jets Coyotes game, and I'm watching that in overtime. One goal wins it all in overtime in the NHL. So I'm watching, and I believe someone on the Coyotes hits one off the post, like just straight like hard I, iron. Oh my hard god! Iron. I thought he clapped it, and I was like, "Oh, well, there it is." But it doesn't happen. Things go on, and then with like 12 seconds left, the Jets score the game-winning goal to win. So I'm like, holy shit, we're in business. We're looking at the five grand here. Like, we are totally here. So I switch back to the Canadians game. They're just now starting overtime. Um, I believe, Diz, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe the Devils had a similar situation as the Coyotes where they hit one and it just bounced off the, the goalpost. So I, from my perspective here, this is where I got to jump in. I didn't know this game was on television. Granted, I have Hulu Live, so I get more access to like the hockey because like ESPN Plus or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I didn't even know I could watch this game. I'm following it on GameCast, and I just open up Hulu to see if I can watch it, and I see that we can watch it. And I'm like, what have I been doing? So I actually didn't see any of the overtime. I was following it on GameCast, so I actually didn't get to see – I was just following on ESPN GameCast. So I didn't see the iron. I didn't see the goal that was called back or whatever. Um, that's that's all you. I only started watching at the start of the shootout. Okay, you keep jumping the gun, but yeah. Um, so the Devils hit one off the post, and I'm like, oh, thank God. We're, we're still here. And then with 53 seconds left, the Canadian a Canadian's guy, I believe, has like a breakaway, like one on nothing with the goalie. And he shoots it, and he starts celebrating after – after he shoots it and it's all happened so quick. You know, sometimes it's hard to see in hockey, like if they actually went in or not, but the guy's celebrating and I'm freaking the F out. I mean, I'm screaming and my wife's like, what the hell are you doing? Like what, what is wrong with you? And then they went immediately to the review. They literally had to call Toronto to freaking see if this was a goal or not. And they called it off. If you watch the replay, it hits one post, goes directly across to the other post, and then goes out. So it never actually went in. Oh, jeez. And I am losing my shit. I go, what the frick, man? What do you mean they called it off? Are you kidding me? So I'm I'm down bad. I'm like, this this is this is terrible news. This is over. It's not gonna go well. Um how, how- 
much was left in OT when that happened? Because I saw, I think it was like 50 seconds, right? Because I saw it was like under review. So 50, I was like, wait, did they just freaking score? 53 seconds left in overtime. So I'm like, dude, you have got to be kidding me. Like this most roller coaster of emotions, like game, like 40 minutes, whatever. Um, so it goes into a shootout, obviously, and the Canadians shoot last. So that's that's big for business already. Like if you're in a shootout, you want to be the team that shoots last. Um, 100%. So, so first guy for the Devils goes, and he, he either gets blocked or he misses it. So I'm like, okay, all right, we're good. First Canadians guy, easy money, cashes it. So I'm like, oh, man, the $5,000 is here. It is right there. Like, we're up 1-0 in the shootout. We're right where we want to be. This is this is, this is is where I started watching. So I'm on GameCast. I see the Canadians guy hits. We're up 1-0. Matty Ice texts me because I text him about it. Obviously, bet together, win together. I reached out to a couple coworkers, a couple friends. I was like, Patty is like two or three wins away from a $5,000 parlay. So they're all riding with you. That's a huge part of the parlay scene. Um, okay. By the way, Maddie S was like, it's on Hulu Live. What are you doing? I was like, holy <laughs> shit. So I turn on Hulu Live. Our internet crashes. Oh. So Maddie S pulls it up on his phone. What a guy. But I'm watching it on Maddie S's phone in his bedroom. And uh, I, I, this is where I start to pick it up. I'll go back to you, but I just wanted to update my, my timeline. So Canadians are up 1-0. Both teams uh, clap it on the second one. So we're at two to one after two frames. So, uh, and then the devil's guy hits it in the third frame. So it's two to two. All the Canadians need to do is hit on this third one. And I'm walking away with $5,000. I believe his last name is Suzuki Diz. Do you know his first name? Yep. Yep. Suzuki. I don't know his first name. I just remember, I remember the commentator vividly, like, one of those weird things that like you're just gonna remember for a while. Yeah. I just remember the commentator saying Suzuki with a chance to win it, and I was like, "Holy shit, it's gonna be Suzuki! It's gonna be Suzuki!" Patty parlays. This is happening right now. It's Suzuki. It's gotta be. And so he's skating up as one does, and he he makes a move, and the whole right side of the net is open, and like he has the goalie beat, and he just misses the net completely. Just misses. Absolutely misses. And I'm like, right. you have got to be shitting me. And so that was tough. That was tough. But I honestly keep, keep going. I'm sorry. I don't. I we didn't practice this. I don't know when I should jump in or not. I, I was just gonna say it goes all the way to the seventh frame. Normally these things last like maybe two or three frames. You're you're lucky if it gets to five. This went all the way to seven frames, going back and forth, and. The devil's guy hits in the seventh frame, and the Canadian's guy misses in the seventh frame. I think I was I was just going to add the worst part for me wasn't Suzuki, but it was the fact that the fourth and fifth mm. frames, the Canadians had a chance to win it. So the Canadians tender, I don't even, who was the Canadians tender last night? You know, uh, Montembeau, I believe. Mont, whatever his name is, he made two saves after that. So... He's he he saves two in a row. None of the Canadians' fourth or fifth guys, which I think one of them was a redo because you can do you can resend guys back up. I don't remember their names, mm. but fourth and fifth guy both missed. And I think I think the fifth guy actually like was on net, but he made a save. The fourth guy missed too, so that was like the worst part is they had two more chances to win it right then. This the sixth frame they had to hit it because the New Jersey guy scored. 
So then the sixth yeah. guy, Ice in the Veins, I forget his name. I texted you. Yeah. Um, but, and then the the seventh guy hit, and I was like, no, this is where it ends. You just kind of had that gut feeling. Yeah. Um, Hoffman was his name. I said Hoffman is ice cold, rips it, but then uh, couldn't couldn't do it. Lost it in the seventh frame. I I was truly like I was heartbroken. It wasn't even my parlay, but it was one of those where like you just so many roller coaster highs and lows. Oh I think my the God. biggest. I think the biggest. I think the biggest, like holy shit moment was when the Pelicans pulled it out. Mm-hmm. And granted, like we we took like probably fifteen minutes to tell the story. This is probably like how fast everything happened. Like because I when Pat called me, he was like, "I hit the first eight. There's six to go." So like I said, my first reaction was like, "Ah, oh, you may be jumping the gun. There's still six more outcomes that gotta go his way." Well, like once the Pelicans covered, it was like, "Holy shit, this is going to come down to the like Jets and the Canadians." And then the Jets won it in OT, and it was like, "Holy shit, like there's one left, and it's the Canadians, like Pat's team." Like I know we're, we're, uh, we're that's the worst the, part. We're riding the Canadians uh, until further notice. Patty, is this further notice? I don't, I don't know, man, because they're still playing really good hockey. Um, I, I think they should have won that game yesterday, but man, just being down bad, you know, and that's you, tough. I will I, go ahead. Go ahead. I still love the Canadians. I still have all the love in the world for the Canadians. Um, just because, you know, one outcome that was worth a lot of money didn't go my way doesn't mean you should go away from your teams that you love to bet on. That's a good take. I, I would say the moral of this story um, from a gambling perspective is Patty had a huge takeaway here. Um, I think it like after all is said and done, you had three parlays total, right? You had the one to win 5000 but then you also had an NBA separate and an NHL separate. And he was able to cash out. What I what was it, like thirty six total dollars? I think it was thirty dollars. Thirty dollar thirty dollars total winnings on three dollars worth of bets. So yes, it's heartbreaking, but he's technically up twenty seven units. Yep. Off of this loss. So like, if you do this, which I'm not a parlay guy, but if you make a massive parlay, I'm totally on the train of split it up, and so then you can at least cash out if you're close. And I know you're a big hedging guy. It all happened so fast. We didn't have time to hedge this. But I think the the biggest takeaway here is you still netted twenty seven positive units, which is big time. So it, don't let don't let like a gut wrenching loss actually be a loss. So you actually won. Yeah, I absolutely. I think that's the moral of the story. If if I would have walked away with no money yesterday, that would have been just devastating. That'd have been tough. This this podcast may have been canceled until further notice. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, and, and granted for me to even get into that spot of me having the opportunity to win five grand, I had to have a lot of things go my way. So if you include the Jets game, I actually had two overtime, uh, winners that counted in my favor yesterday. And like I said, the Pelicans were down 20 at halftime and ended up coming all the way back to cover. So, um, you know, no parlay is going to, you know, get that far without a little bit of luck. So. But yeah, it, it was it was heartbreak city, but uh, still a good story. And all in all, it's uh, it's hard to be down about it. I think it's uh, I, I think you keep doing what you're doing, Patty. I mean, you hit 
you hit one last year for I guess it was technically within the year. It was May, right? You hit one in May, one dollar to win seven eighty nine. So Yep. I mean, if you you're still positive from that, if you go along this, we hit one once every two years. We, we, you make money. It's a crazy business model. I don't know how you do it, <laughs> but I respect I respect the stones and I respect the ability to take the L, knowing that you're going to win in the long run. So keep your head up. I'm heartbroken for you, but let's let's keep it moving. You netted 27 units yesterday, and you can bet your sweet ass we are jumping back on the horse tonight. Yup. Yup. Yeah, nothing's going to keep me down. That's right. Tyler, next time, would you like me to call you and say, hey, we have a situation? No. I'm I'm good with that. At at that point, too, I think you may have been in bed because I think, like I said, I probably called Diz at 9.30. Yeah, it is. I'll get up at, like, 5. Yeah. I was probably in bed. Actually, no, I was up till like ten something last night. Oh, okay. You were watching the Oscars? Absolutely not. <laughs> I believe I was watching Winning Time. Okay. I don't recommend it. I don't know what it's about. I don't think I've ever heard of it. But uh... is that the Reggie Miller Thirty for Thirty? No, it's the uh, oh the, the Showtime Lakers, Lakers show. Mm. With, you don't like uh, that? I, you're not liking it's, it? It's okay. The camera. The weird camera things kind of throw me off. I just I wish it was moving along faster. Granted, I've seen the first three. I didn't watch four last night because Patty's uh, parlay situation. But I'm gonna watch it tonight. I I really like it. I'm really entertained by it. But I just wish it was like moving it's faster. Slow, like is yeah. is this gonna be like a multi series thing? I thought this was gonna be over in like ten episodes. Is this a multi season thing? I don't know, but I know they are putting Jerry West's name through the ringer. <laughs> oh my god, they're killing the guy. They make him look so bad. They make they him do. look so bad. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. Wish it was going a little faster. Like, I like the show. I'm just the camera angles and the fourth wall breaking get kind of like after a while. Like I feel like there's too much of it. They're not camera angles. The camera filters like they'll use like three different camera filters in one scene, like throwing old timey grains on it and stuff. It's like, what are you guys doing? <laughs> yeah, which which I will say, Adam McKay directed the first one, and the other directors are kind of like trying to Beat like him. go after him. Which like the Big Short is like one of my favorite movies. They break yeah. the fourth wall in that, which I think you had a, you had a good point. It works because it's like a two hour movie, but after like eight hours of John C. Riley looking at the camera, I think I, I think I'm with you. I think you nailed it spot on. Like I just think it gets old after a while. The big short it works for because, like, when they do that, they're normally explaining things. You know, like, you got Margot Robbie in the yeah. bathtub, so you got a little right. background thing to look at, and she's explaining, like, some complicated, you know, like, meth or some complicated things people don't understand. Like, right. It's weird when it comes to John C. Riley talking about how much he loves sex. Right. Like, in the middle of a conversation. Like, with some, yeah, like, he'll literally be talking to somebody else, and then, like, he just turns to the camera, and he's like, I really like sex. And then cuts back to his conversations. Like, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All righty, gentlemen. Let's move on. It's on me. <laughs> no, no, no. You're good. You're good. Uh, let's move on to the dumbest dummy competition. Uh, I went two and four on Friday. Uh, made up some much-needed ground. And for the record, uh, we have today's episode and then Thursday's episode in March. 
So we have two more episodes in March to get Dumbest Dummy Picks and Group Best Bets um, in there. So, um, Diz, how did you do on Friday? I went 2-2. Two and two. Purdue absolutely, absolutely laid an egg, which I was not <laughs> upset about. Go Peacocks. Um, Jaden Ivey just decided not to play. I don't know what that was about. Um, and then uh, Villanova hit for me the uh, St. Uh, St. Peter's uh, Pat McAfee boost hit for me, Martingale. So another successful Martingale. We start back at one. Uh, yeah, two and two. I think I went up units, though. So uh, staying positive. Nice. Uh, tonight, Diz, I have five for you. Do, how many do you have? I have one. Ooh, you really, uh, you trying to protect that lead a little bit? I'm trying to protect the lead, and I don't want to blow the lead. Like, okay. With a bad, with a bad lineup. Like, I don't, I don't bet the NBA very much. I don't, you know, I haven't focused on NHL as much this year. I didn't want to have, like, a four, four bets that I wasn't, like, certain on. So okay. I just went with one. I think it's going to be fun to watch. And I got action in this game otherwise, which the listeners will find out here shortly. So I I took a boost. I was going to say, I know your dumbest dummy bet now because I was looking at this same thing, but it's not one of my dumbest dummies. It's my lone dumbest dummy. Um, It's Buddy Heald and Trey Young to each make three plus threes. It's on FanDuel. Boosted from plus 125 to plus 200. Um, Just threw a unit on that. I think it's going to be fun to watch. Um, fun to track as I watch the end of this game because we've got a lot on the line here, Patty. <laughs> Another little tease for a little bit later. Another little tease. Another tease. But uh, to update the folks on the standings, I am down 10.09 units, and Diz is up 2.79 units. Let's go. And then tonight I have five 31-plus point victories because the NBA is in the t- at the point where Either teams are resting starters for the finals and for the playoffs to get them healthy, or they are resting them to get to tank. So, um, the I'm going. I have these in order from the least valuable to the most valuable. So, the first one I have the Heat over the Sacramento Kings at plus nine fifty. I have the Grizzlies over the Warriors at plus 1,300. I don't know if you boys saw, but the Warriors decided they are going to sit everyone again tonight. Steph is still hurt, but they're also sitting Clay Thompson and Draymond Green. And then I'm going the Hawks over the Pacers at plus 2,100. I It might be, the rest of the season might be bet whoever the Pacers are playing at 31 plus points. Unless they're playing Portland. <laughs> That's right. Then we flip it and go with the Pacers. Um, and then I got the Raptors over the Celtics. This was a late ad. I did not include this on the episode notes, but uh, I got that at plus 3,000. So pretty great value considering that four of the five Celtics starters are out tonight. So, um, And then the final one, th- the Oklahoma City Thunder over the Trailblazers at plus 5,000. Like we said, anytime anyone is playing the Trailblazers, we auto bet the 31-plus points. Just want to say you did have Raptors over Celtics in the notes. Okay, perfect. But yeah, so sticking with what got me here, which got me to negative 10 units, but uh, <laughs> we're... We're getting it back tonight. We're getting it back tonight. Hey, you swing for the fences. Hey, that's always been me, baby. That's always been me. That's what Patty Parlays has always been about. 
go big or go home. That's right. Them up. Put on a t-shirt with your face. <laughs> All right, boys, let's get into group best bets. Now, as a group on Friday, we went 2-0-1, oh, and, and that Ooh. concludes a perfect week for the boys Cheers. at 7-0-2 oh, last week. Go, boys. Let's go, boys. So as a group, we are up 8.62 units for the Holy. month. Let's keep it. Let's keep it rolling. Stay hot. What are we? What are we liking for tonight? Crickets on my end. <laughs> I'm looking. Let's see. So we've been we've been fading the Blazers, but they're home dogs against another terrible team, Pat. Yeah, that's the one I don't feel great about because yeah. the Thunder they're great at covering bigger spreads but with them being a favorite and the thunder aren't even playing all their best players either it's it's kind of a uh, crap shoot only one and a half points trying to find something with a little bit of value here i got you i can respect it um, in the NHL, if anyone cares, um, uh, the Sabres and Blackhawks, I have the over of six in. Diz, I know you like a good over six. I do. I do love an over six. I will support an over six. All right. We'll go with that one then, at least for one of them. Tyler, would you be willing to go against your your uh, Celtics? Uh, for eight? That's kind of hot. That's why I was asking. Let's see. I mean, why not? Toronto's not a bad team. So, to be completely... And no Robert, no Robert Williams, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, or Horford, so... It's actually eight and a half now, um, but to be completely transparent, so the 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 Celtics were four and a half point underdogs when all those guys were expected to be playing, and they were underdogs when they were expected. At least I think the only ones that were late uh, adds to being out were Tatum and uh, Brown, because we knew Williams was out. Right, and and much. Horford was announced out yesterday, I think. So. Those two, I think, were expected. I don't think Brown or Tatum were expected, and they were four-and-a-half-point dogs, and I was taking the Celtics at four-and-a-half-point dogs. Um, but now that Let's Tatum and... Raptors. Okay. Let's go. So we got Raptors, minus eight-and-a-half. And I'll be honest, i got to be honest, I really like Grizzlies minus 11. I know it's a lot of points, but uh, Golden State lost to the Wizards yesterday with yeah. Clay Thompson and Draymond Green play. I'm with it. Let's All right. Go. So to recap, then we got Grizzlies minus eleven, Raptors minus eight and a half, and the NHL we have the Sabers Blackhawks over of six. All right, boys. 
We're back to where this all started, the multi-sport Hail Mary parlay of the day. We have 13 legs. We have $1. I think Tyler probably already saw the value. Diz, any guesses on the value of the multi-sport Hail Mary parlay of the day today? I imagine it's going to be more than yesterday. Okay. I'm going to say 6400 it is one dollar to win eight thousand three hundred and eighty-three dollars and fifty-six cents. I'm not backing down from the heat. I'm not backing down from the spotlight. We're going back to the well tonight. We will start as we do in the NBA. I'm I like the Magic and Cavaliers over two seventeen. Hornets plus three and a half versus Nuggets. Hawks minus eight versus Pacers. Knicks plus three and a half versus Bulls. Raptors minus seven versus Celtics. Grizzlies minus 11 versus Warriors. Rockets plus seven and a half versus Spurs. And Thunder minus two versus Trailblazers. And then in the NHL, I like the Capitals money line versus the Hurricanes. The Canucks money line versus the Blues. Sabres, Blackhawks over six. Kings minus one and a half versus the Kraken. And then Oilers minus two and a half versus the Coyotes. All right, so Rachel made a really good joke yesterday, and I have to tell you guys about it because she said I have to share it with you guys on the podcast. Okay. I'm ready. So we were talking about – I was at my parents' house, and we were talking about uh, Kane Brown and Marshmallow's song, One Thing Right. And she said that I need to play that on the podcast for every time I bet because I only ever get one thing right. <laughs> and she ripped that off the dome, like in the – in like just – the like heat of the moment and it was hilarious that's pretty funny not great that you're that you're a parlay guy yeah you only get one thing right. i know that's pretty funny that's yeah pretty good so uh shout out rachel on that one because she she nailed that that's pretty good that's pretty good also boys we're a week away from baseball so get excited i know tyler's excited this... nrsi dashboard baby oh yeah it's gonna be electric and then, for those that aren't aware or do not know, uh, technically tomorrow marks the one-year anniversary of sports betting by dummies. So shout out to us! Thank you, you guys. Uh, it's been it's been a hell of a ride. Now, our man who's never lost over here is about to possibly change that uh, that introduction title because. Me and Diz are playing for who gets his referral bonus for when he ultimately makes his first ever, well, I guess it would technically be second ever bet because he has to place a bet to get the referral funds. Uh, but uh, he's going to make a couple bets, and he's going to make a bet on the next podcast episode, which will be our one-year celebration episode on Thursday. Let's go. Let's go. So essentially... Pat and I each have a bet. They are opposing bets, which means uh, neither of us can both win. It's either his bet wins or my bet wins, barring a push, which push would be worse. I don't know what we're doing on a push. But uh, barring a push, whoever wins gets to send Tyler their referral code. And I think what's hype about this is um, (laughs) it's essentially free money going to uh, whoever wins this. So granted, I may only lose five bucks if I lose this bet tonight, but I'm losing the chance to 
uh, win a lot more. So I think it's pretty dope. Patty, do you want to hit him with your pick and, and, and I'll follow up with mine? And then we'll, we'll, we'll talk about the bonuses and what's at stake. So the, the game we agreed upon was the Hawks versus the Pacers. You know, Diz has a dumbest dummy bet on that. I have a dumbest dummy bet on that. Um, it's a game that is our hometown. We got the Pacers playing in it. We both are going to like this. Um, but I went with the Hawks minus eight as my bet to claim Tyler's uh, free uh, referral for, um, which means, Diz, you are? I'm Pacers plus eight. There's a reason I took this. Um, certified cover boy. I don't like taking favorites when the spread's that high. I know it's the end of the year, so things get wonky, but um, – this is a game that I, I will be watching at the end. Uh, so that's another reason why we picked this game. Um, just sticking to my brand a little bit. Uh, Patty, what's you're going FanDuel, right? That's your bookie right now? Yes. What is, what is the bonus for FanDuel? So on FanDuel, if I were to refer, if I were to win and be able to refer Tyler, then he signs up using my referral code, which I send via text. And then, um, as long as he deposits $10 and makes a $10 bet, then we both get 50 free uh, dollars worth of bonus funds that you can use as $51 bets. You can do two $25 bets. You can use those however you choose. Um, to bet that 50 before withdrawing, correct? Yes. He he would not be able to withdraw that $50. Yeah. Um, right. Yes. All right, so Tyler, I am on both FanDuel and DraftKings. So if I win, you will have the choice. Pat just told you the, <laughs> Pat just told you the FanDuel referral. Uh, the DraftKings referral is a lot more risk-reward, which is actually electric. I talked on the podcast how I got my coworker, Doug, to join DraftKings. He deposited $100, so we each got one individual $100 free bet. Um and we both rode the same thing, bet together, win together. We both hit the same thing. So I uh, gained, we each gained $92 from the DraftKings referral. Now it is definitely risk reward. If it doesn't hit, you have $100 in DraftKings or however much you want to deposit. Um, that's the free bet we get. But even if that doesn't hit, you still have that deposit in your DraftKings account. So if the Pacers win or lose by seven or less, uh, you get to pick between DraftKings or FanDuel referral. Um, if Patty wins, you get the FanDuel referral. Um, just be thinking, though, because I, I, I'm confident in the Pacers tonight. Think, thinking which one you want. Question, Diz. Um, yes, sir. So on the DraftKings, does he have – I know you said he gets a free bet matching his initial deposit. Does he have to make an initial bet on DraftKings, or do you no. get – Okay. No, so, so – so let's say he deposits $25, mm -hmm. um, then he gets $25 in his account, and then he gets a $25 free bet. So he doesn't, he doesn't technically have to use the free bet right away. He still has the $25 gotcha. in his account. He can wait on something he likes and use that free bet on something he really likes. But the way me and Doug did it, all in right away, 100 bucks on – a college basketball over that hit, and he still had a hundred dollars in his account, even if that would have lost. Um, and then do we want Tyler? So, obviously, if you win, Disney does DraftKings, he can wait and just do whatever his first bet is, 
um, on Thursday. Now for mine, he obviously has to do an initial $10 deposit and bet. Do we want him to wait and use that initial $10 bet uh, on Thursday? Or do we want him to make a $10 bet and then he'll have bonus funds that he can use on Thursday? I think we probably want whatever his first bet to be done to be on Thursday. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, just for the sake of simplifying, we'll just... If Pat does win and we go that route, I could just throw the 10 and whatever the free bet is on the same thing. There you go. Risk it for the the chatter biscuit? (laughs) For the the sake of the pod, for our loyal listeners, this is what they want. (laughs) That's what the people want. Absolutely. Absolutely. Cool. Here to entertain. That's right. That's that's right. Or you're just a man for hire. You you you're, you're willing to be your services are willing to be paid out. Exactly. Although in this one, I'm the one paying. I'm paying out for my correct services, correct for my own services. <laughs> uh, awesome. All right, boys. Anything else we want to get off our chest before we uh, call it a Monday? I got a little, uh, you know, me and the conspira- conspiracies. Mm-hmm. It's not really a conspiracy, just kind of funny. So the Boston Celtics, obviously not playing their people today. They are having a guy, undrafted guy, has been the G League, start his very, or not start, but play in his very first NBA game on the date 3-28. Whoa. Now you're thinking, Boston, 3-28. What is this man's name? His name is Matt Ryan. <laughs> Very nice. Very nice. Matty Ice. They can't they can't escape it. Matt Ryan can't escape the three twenty eight. Never can. Also I just got a notification O'Shea Brissett ruled out for Monday. Diz, does this affect your bet at all? Ooh. Uh, yeah, I'd like to rescind my offer. No, I'm just kidding. I, I don't I don't know. I don't care. Does the did the line change? Wait a second. Um, just so the nature's money line. Did the line change? <laughs> Hold on. Calm, calm down. Eight and a half. Can I get eight and a half? That that eliminates a push. Sure. I'll give you eight and a half. Let's go. Let's go. Can't wait till we lose by eight, baby. Let's go. Let's go. I'm I'm glad to know my favorite pacers on the current roster. Uh, O'Shea Brissett only uh, moves the line by half a point when he's announced out. So winner gets right. referral code, loser gets a sports betting by dummies tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I would I... like to rescind. <laughs> Tyler has to get something out of this. I mean, come on. I uh, get the bonus thing. True. That is yeah. true. Free money. <laughs> well, not free money, but you get it. You get That's it. That's all I have for the day, though. Love it. Absolutely love it. All right. Thank you all for listening. Make sure you check us out on Twitter and Instagram at SportsBetByDumb. Feel free to send us DMs, messages, give us picks, advice, recommendations, how to make the show better, more enjoyable. We love all of that. Um, also, make sure you go to our YouTube, type in Sports Betting by Dummies in the search bar. Look for that black and yellow logo. We should be that first one up there. Um, but again, thank you all for listening. Hopefully you guys have a nice, profitable start to your week. And we will see you all on Thursday for our one-year anniversary show.